Hey everybody, welcome to the January 29th edition of Cascadian Views. I've got uh, just me and Dan here this week. How you doing? Hey, doing fine. Doing fine. The, uh... We're basically done with the primary. Uh, we had New Hampshire. Yeah. Trump won. It was close, mm-hmm. but he won. Uh, and... That was the state that was, if any of them were going to buck Trump, it was going to be New Hampshire. So the fact that it was close was not a surprise. The fact that Trump won means it's over. Yeah. I mean, there's nowhere where he's going to get caught, I would say. So, yeah, I mean, he's going to he's going to have it sewn up. Um, Certainly, you know, I would say he'll pass the threshold for nomination before his trials get started. You know, I think the way the uh, election calendar goes, uh, if if they even continue to hold elections, because I think there's actually some, uh, probably some movements going on right now in the Republican National Committee to actually cancel a number of the outstanding primaries because uh, uh, he he's, Pretty pissed that uh, Nikki Haley is not dropping out. I and, thought I'd uh, seen that they'd backed away from that. Okay, so they're they're not going to do that, I guess. So they're... they were, in fact, workshopping a uh, a resolution just calling Trump the nominee. Um, and then I I don't know why I'm one hundred percent sure this is just a cover story. But uh, for whatever reason, Trump says he asked them to can that and. I'm get away sure. with it. Yeah. Okay. Huh. All uh, right. But that also was like three days ago. So shit happens. It may have come around again. That's that's why I yeah. said to the best of my understanding. Yeah. Whatever the the ping pong ball in his skull is doing right now is you know whatever way it moves. Huh. Okay. And the fact that he is so popular with the Republican base, even a state like New Hampshire actually kind of worrying as you alluded to his trials are coming up in fact one of them just concluded and it's really really bad for independent voters i mean to the point where the right-wing media it's even being noticed in normal publications are not really covering it at all (laughs) they're not mentioning anything about trump's defamation trial uh, I think the only major right-wing news source that even had it was Newsmax. It's like three pages down. Um, they're they're just kind of trying to ignore it, and yeah, I I don't think it's gonna work. I, I mean, I know Biden's not all that popular. Trump is just so toxic. I really kind of can't come around to the idea that fifty-one percent of voters are gonna. Hold the lever for the guy. And, and he, I mean, let's be fair. This is how I felt in 2016, too. So it happens, but. Well, I mean, you consider that, you know, what was seemed to be going on in New Hampshire was basically all, yeah, you know, it, Trump getting the support of Republican voters and Haley was probably almost certainly getting buoyed almost entirely by independent voters you know taking the republican ba- ballot 
to register a vote against Trump. I mean, she might have been getting some Republican support, but she is, you know, extremely toxic among Republicans right now for taking this stand against Trump. So pretty much everywhere she goes down the line, she's almost certainly going to get blown out of the water, especially in any kind of closed Republican primary that you see. So, yeah, the fact that she did so well just among independent voters, you know, everyone wanting to take the ballot and, you know, independent voters wanting to vote against Trump is not going to be good for him down the line when you've got, yeah, when voters that are up for grabs are going to have to decide between Trump and Biden, because that's really what it comes down to in the end. You've got the voters that actually decide the election are so dead set against him. Yeah. And that leads into some other things I didn't put on the topic list there. Uh, kind of feeling better about the Senate? Uh, I, I think I'd heard a little bit about that, that there's some pretty intense Republican infighting uh, down there. There is and... a lot. In fact, there's a whole scandal, um, yeah. including secret tapes and Kelly Ward. and uh, Awesome. Yeah, the head of the Republican Party, um, he does not characterize it as a bribe. Kelly Ward characterizes it <laughs> as a bribe. Uh, and to be honest, this is one of the few times in my life where I think I agree with Kelly Ward. But uh, the guy Wait, in charge... So Kelly, of... Kelly Ward isn't leading the Republican Party there anymore? No. Did she get thrown out? Okay. <laughs> she hasn't for, for a while. Okay. Uh, and the new guy who's running the Republican Party down really does not want Kelly Ward to run for Senate. Does not <laughs> want Kelly Ward to be the Republican Senate nominee. And so he called her and asked her what it would take to get her out of that race. Is it going to be jobs? Is it going to be money? What does she want so he can get it? Um, and she recorded this conversation and she released this conversation to the media. And the guy is now no longer the head of the uh, Arizona Republican Party, by the way. He resigned after all oh. this. Um, this all came down in the matter of like 24 hours. Um, Amazing. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, which tells me Kelly Ward is probably running for Senate. One. Uh, two, Kristen Sinema has not filed to run for re-election. And it has been awesome. available to her. It's not, we haven't reached the end of the filing period yet. There's still time. But you generally mm -hmm. want to do this, like, as soon as you can. A while can. ago. And yeah. it's been open for, like, months now in Arizona. And she has not filed. Um, yeah. So it's, it's looking like she's not going to run. It's looking like the Republican nominee is going to be Kelly well. Ward. And we're we're looking pretty good in that match. You got to hold on because you know, Kirsten Cinema is the biggest troll in the world, so mm -hmm. <laughs> it would not put it past her to wait until the last minute. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, if she doesn't run, that is fantastic news. Yeah, if she does ultimately decide to sit it out and just retire, that'd be great. That'd be freaking fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Kelly Ward also says there's more tapes, and she would release them if the guy did not resign, uh, which he did. He is claiming all this is a misunderstanding, and it wasn't a bribe, and it was politics, and blah, blah, blah. I, I think it's pretty clear. He 
trying to bribe her to get out of get out of the race. He was offering her jobs, literally offered her money, asked if that's what it would take. Awesome. Oh man. Fantastic. Uh, and it's just this whole sliminess that you see with uh the Trump trials. This is why I thought these really does put off people who are not like invested in the movements. It's just a criminal empire almost at this point. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's it's mind-boggling how the party has become this. Um, and more to the point, they're now kneecapping themselves. Um, they've been complaining about the border for ages and ages and ages. And in fact, one of the things on the topic list is but... In the meantime, Biden has, like I said a couple months ago, decided that he's going to have to do something at the border as a quid pro quo to get his Ukraine money through. Right. Which I said, like, back in December was what they were going to have to do. So I didn't know why Biden was making such a big stink about it. But now, now the Republicans have decided that they don't want a border. They'd rather leave the border open. It gives them something they can complain about. Trump specifically told the party that he does not want Biden to get a win going into the election. Thinks that the yeah. uh, border agreement will be a win. And this is now tying up the Ukraine money because this is what we were going to do. We were going to trade a border bill that Republicans wanted for Ukraine money, which a bunch of Republicans wanted, not enough Republicans not to have to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not great, but it's, you know, not, I mean, it gives us something to beat them over the heads with for the next, you know, 10 months. So, yeah. It it does, but I don't know how much we want to because then it validates an argument of theirs. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm not so sure we want to be campaigning on the border. No. Mostly they. Yeah, yeah, I mean. The more that the border gets talked about, the worse it is for Biden. That's true. Yeah. But if you were actually interested in that policy as a Republican, now you're... Exactly. Yeah. So, that's going... Let's actually move on to the bit about the... Talk about... Republicans have uh, passed articles of impeachment against Mayorkas, uh, the Department of Homeland Security secretary, who they almost single-handedly blame for everything going on there. Sure. You think it goes anywhere? I mean, it's their usual, you know, House GOP, what they do instead of governing. I mean, I, I don't see it happening. No, <laughs> not really. Honestly, I mean they they do this kind of stuff like that. I mean they pass bills reducing various cabinet secretaries' you know salary to a dollar. They pass you know these impeachment articles against various cabinet secretaries, but no, honestly, not really. Are we no. gonna have a trial? Be something they just kind of step to the side. I, I. I think they're going to blow it off. No, I don't think I don't think the Senate's going to do much with it. No. No, I think I think they're going <laughs> to I think the Senate's going to treat it with all the all all the respect that it is due, which is basically none. 
So, yeah. I mean, it's it's the house doing what the house does, which is, you know, not its job. So, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, what are they even saying that he's supposedly done? I, I, I didn't even... That's a good question. Let's pull it up. That's yeah. Simple. Yeah, I mean, let's see here. So they did this, uh, was it today or... Okay. Uh, willful and systemic refusal to comply with the law and breach of public trust. So, was it just blah, blah, open borders, blah, blah, blah? Not building the wall? <laughs> yeah, I think that is basically what it's down to. Yeah. 20-page resolution. Green of Tennessee. Yeah. Willfully refuse to comply with the detention mandate. Immigration. Uh, willfully refuse to comply with the detention mandate set forth in another section of 235. Uh, and another willfully refuse to comply with other section of 235B. Yeah, he's not detaining people. Not arresting. Oh. There's hmm. six, seven, six charges of failing to detain. Hopefully. And uh, misuse of public money for. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you know, the Biden administration is going to have to figure out, you know, better path on on immigration because right now they're not making anybody happy with it. Uh, it it's probably, you know... The... Texas is floating open rebound. Yeah. I mean, it's it's probably, you know, the, the single worst arc against them right now because yeah, they're, they're just... They're, they're not really pleasing anybody with it. I mean, they're pissing off the left in a big way, and they're pissing off the right in a big way. They're just not pleasing anyone, and and really, they're pissing off the middle as well. Because you know, the as far as you know, the median voter is concerned. I mean, I think you know, they see the Biden administration, you know, rightly or wrongly, as you know, alternatingly, you know, you know, open borders and cruel and you know depending on depending on the day so yeah they have not really settled on a proper immigration policy and it is yeah it's probably the biggest mark against them honestly so you know they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do with the border um feels like they should have figured that out maybe a few years ago yeah i i think so <laughs> it's really yeah, it's really the one place where they're consistently. You know, it seems like they're just not getting it right. Uh, but and I, I think that's probably one of. I think there's a lot of things, questions about what drives Biden's popular unpopularity. I think, and, and a lot of heat and smoke on the internet, but. I think among normal people who are not online, that might be one thing. 
more than anything is is it possible <laughs> biden is expecting expecting biden has been in the senate for a long time and for a yeah. lot of that time mexico was in its entirety a functioning state capable yeah. of exerting sovereignty uh that is not true for the northern third of mexico the northern third of mexico is not fully under the control of the mexican government it is in many real ways run by narco gang the mexican government is capable of consistently exerting sovereignty in that area um is it possible biden's just out of touch and he doesn't realize that it's it's basically open on their side I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I would think, I mean, that was, that was the case back when. Yeah, it's I mean, been the case still, for like 20 the case years for, now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the case during the Bush administration, you know, when he st was still in the Senate. Uh, so, and certainly the case during the entirety of the Obama administration. So I would. Yeah, but how much did he really. The Obama administration is the vice president. Yeah. He yeah, hangs out, know. he eats ice cream for the cameras, and he like slaps Obama back and does. That was yeah, that, that was yeah. his job, right? Right. I mean, he had he had his own portfolio, but it often had to do with you know other things, you know, not so much the border. Yeah. Which, and even now, you know, he, you know, a lot of times he you know hands that off to, you know, you know Kamala Harris, which you know, God, you know talk about you know <laughs> a kiss of death for your vp uh but yeah 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 um so i don't know yeah i i would think that he's got to be aware that you know it's not like you know the other side of the border is super functional in terms of you know, control of things. And, you know, this was certainly an issue back during the Obama administration and so, and, and before, but I honestly don't know in terms of, you know, what, you know, what the U S is supposed to do about it. I mean, yeah, I mean, th this was something that, you know, back, you know, George W. Bush was trying to make reforms back in you know 2000 2005 2006 and for the first you know few years of the obama administration they were trying to do this as well um but you know we've got a republican party that you know, trump says don't do it and so they're just not gonna do it so they're really pissed off about that texas um, yeah, and in fact, there's a map circulating. Governors back Texas and and their guard troops and it. Yeah, it's basically the old, see, uh, plus Idaho and. Yeah, and what the hell? I mean, the 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 guard decision was what they they if the feds say don't use razor wire, you can't use razor wire. I mean, oh Jesus! Hold on. <laughs> So that's where this gets even more fun because the Republicans in Texas have basically decided to thumb their nose. Uh, now, the decision allowed the uh, U.S. government, uh, Border Patrol, to go in and razor wire Texas State Guard had put up and 
uh, armed in defending from the federal government coming and removing it. They would not allow them there, excluded them from the zone. Uh, it, it was, in fact, open. But yeah. uh, the Supreme Jesus Court Christ. allowed the uh, the federal government to remove the razor wire, and the Republican governor uh, looked at the decision and thought to himself, well, there's nothing here that says we can't just put up more. And so they've gone around not only putting razor wire back up that the customs has pulled down, but putting new razor wire up around other areas. And they're just, they're saying, screw you to the Supreme Court. Basically. Oh my God. Yeah, they're... Rule of law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is oh. going to be a thing. Um, in fact, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I think it was, was floating the idea of Texas succeeding. So, going great in Congress. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's that's real good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had more topic. Uh, we talked about New Hampshire. Talked about um, Mayorkas. Yeah, oh, yeah, Iran. Yeah. We're about to bomb Iran. Yeah, I I missed that. What's going on so, there? Uh, yeah, there are U.S. military troops in Jordan. They are there mostly to help Jordan with their own problem. Uh, and also to train and educate the Jordan military. This is a longstanding program we have. Uh, we are rather fond of the Jordanian monarchy. They're fairly progressive for the region. They're very cosmopolitan. We've been friends with them for decades. This is one of the things we do. They have good soldiers. We go over there. They usually station 200 troops. They mostly lead. They become more important in an intelligence gathering sense. The back bombing and uh, capturing shipping they're shutting down sea basically um, and they have a, a number of links to other Iranian back groups around the region including in Syria uh, the base that we had set up in it's really call it a not the watchdown is on hmm. the uh, Jordanian Syrian looking into Syria. Part of the the area where Iran pretty active recently. Equipment and and support to the Houthis. Uh well, one of those groups, we're not sure who, but we know they were backed by Iran. We don't know if it's Houthis, we don't know if it's group in Syria, we don't know if it was the Iranian Republican Guard itself. But uh, fluid grown uh, filled with explosives at the tower. Not normally a problem. This has happened a few dozen times, actually, over the last couple of years. It's never been an issue. Never caused anything more than minor injuries. This time it killed three Americans. Three American soldiers. Um, almost immediately, it was pretty obvious. Uh, it was one of these Iranian back groups. 
for one. They've tried to do it a bunch before. Like I said, they've tried it a couple dozen times. Uh, but we don't really know what we're going to do. I actually kind of expected us to have done something by now. Even Democratic military uh, talking heads. Um, um, uh, Wesley Clark. Wesley Clark. Even he was on TV saying, you know, why are we just cut out the middleman? Why are we fucking around with the Houthis down in Yemen, this backwater? Just bomb Iran. <laughs> They're the ones supplying all this. This is what we need to do. Uh, it's, it's getting pretty untenable. The world is feeling the pain. An incredible amount of shipping goes through the Red Sea. Uh, since the Hamas-Israel war started, the Houthis decided their uh, attack. Any ship that comes through there that's linked to the Western world or is any country the Red And now the Suez Canal is just basically shut down. Mm -hmm. They attacked every ship see, a couple days ago. Uh, every single one. They're they're usually attacking two or three times. They can ramp it up when they need to, becoming a huge issue. I I think we're. I don't think. Heck, I mean, well, I can't. Three Americans did do that, but feels like we need to end the Houthi. And we're not even alone on this. Uh, the UK has been carrying out airstrikes, uh, completely unaided by us. They just decided this. So this this isn't something where the US is just going out on a limb zone. Um, I don't think we're going to be able to hold back. Uh, I don't think we're going to do boots on the ground, but I would be incredibly surprised if we were not raining bombs on yeah yeah i mean that's that's a pretty significant escalation i mean just going from you know attacking some ragtag pirates to actually striking you know iranian targets in iran but the that's... ragtag pirates are only able to do this because of backing because they iran. have iranian yeah. backing yeah because iranian weapons are coming through you don't make drones in yemen i mean <laughs> you barely have rocks in yemen you're not you're not manufacturing computer parts and whatnot yeah sure. all this is coming sure. through iran so if we want the houthi shit to stop seems like the most direct way mm -hmm. iran's not in a position right now where it's really capable of stepping out over its own borders it's not really able to retaliate sense barely holding back social unrest as don't have a functional air force at the moment. They still have not really modernized theirs. Uh, they're holding on to a bunch of 50 year old U S planes or the Islamic uh, revolution trying to keep. Uh, if we're going to do it, now's a good time to do it. They're a little distracted and contained. So yeah. We shut yeah. off the pipeline to the Houthis and bottle it all up and that's apparently what the uk is pushing the uk is trying to talk us in large-scale response
Sure. Uh, All right. Biden obviously doesn't seem to really want to, though. I mean, if he wanted to, we would have. He had the yeah. justification. Right. So something is holding. Yeah, I mean, I think exactly just because it's it, it's a much it's just that much <laughs> it's just that much bigger a scale, I think it would probably be why it's holding him back. I mean, I would imagine just I don't know. Yeah, the, the, the points you make are strong ones, just that yeah, their capacity for retaliation is that much lower. I mean, three, was it, I guess, three, four years ago now was when Trump uh, killed Soleimani and uh, they really weren't able to do anything about it. It's, you know, so, yeah, I mean, you could probably do a lot of damage to them even now. And their ability, you know, considering how in disarray they are, they probably couldn't do much about it yet, even still. Uh, assuming that's, you know, still the case. Um, but <laughs> it, it, it's a gamble. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, they, they are not at the capacity that were back when we were declaring them the evil empire. Uh, yeah. They, they've had a rough few years of it. And by they, I, I mostly there's been a lot of public unrest for almost a decade. Yeah, barely. Yeah, I mean that was what that uh, 2009 election mm -hmm. where they really yeah the that was the first near, time nearly that they lost actually the grip. Faked in. That yeah. had always been kind of a deal that the the Khomeini had made with the Islamic with the people of Iran. They would screen candidates for fealty and whatnot. Candidates had to be approved by the council. Once they were but on the ballot, that that was yeah. a real ballot. That was a real election. Sometimes people they did not like got elected. It was room for dissent. Right. It, it was not nearly as much a dictatorship as a lot of the world would have thought. And in 2009, that, that deal disappeared. That, that was an actual fake election. That was right. not a valid vote. That set off months of us. We had that again, uh, I think 2019. One last year was uh, over the religious and actually got those ended. Uh, they've had to backpedal quite a bit. People of Iran do have limits. It's it's not like North Korea. It's not like Turkmenistan uh, right. or this is a society that can only be pushed so far. I think if you were to start adding daily bombing top of put up, I don't think the Islamic uh, Republic would stand for very long. I think we would see a new Persia fairly quickly. Yeah, I mean, it's a relatively, it's a very young society, uh, I think fairly educated and relatively diverse. So, yeah, I mean, I think there, there is, like you say, only so far they can really push them before, yeah, they're going to see some substantial pushback. So, yeah. Oh, well, we're coming up on it. 
uh, I will uh, rewind a little bit. <clears throat> Something we forgot to talk to dur about during the Trump trials, the actual defamation. Right, million dollars. got a verdict in that. Yeah. $88 million he owes. Um, he had a lot of interesting behavior trial. At one point, he <laughs> stormed out during closing arguments. But stood up and stormed out of the courthouse. Uh, yeah. I had not seen that. He mm -hmm. tweeted more than once a minute about uh, Miss Carroll the the night of the trial, uh, the night of the closing argument. We did about her uh, 40, 40 minutes or something like that. Yep. Absolutely ridiculous number. Yeah. Is Just... <laughs> so caught up in that. Yeah, just ridiculous behavior. Um, uh, I mean, a lot of that, not necessarily influential on the trial itself, but just asking for, asking to get caught up in another one. You know, I was, you know, Ellen and I were talking about it after the verdict came in. He's, he's going to be a billionaire by the time this is done, at least on paper, in terms yeah. of outstanding, you know, <laughs> you know, Damage is owed to her by the, you know, how much is, you know, by the time this is all over with. It's crazy. And then, you know, just, I think, in terms of the other stuff, uh, the uh, Trump Organization trial, I believe we're supposed to get a verdict on Wednesday from the judge. So it's, he's got all kinds of stuff coming. So, And there's still the criminal trial. Right, yeah, those are supposed to, uh, the the DC criminal tri trial is supposed to start in March if everything stays on time. Uh, I think you know there are at least the appeals pending in the DC circuit. Uh, I think he might try to appeal that to the Supreme Court, but there's nothing that says that they have to take it. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm going to circle around to a local story. Um, we've got our first elections up for our new city government. Um, the old city council, guess how many mm -hmm. of them are running to be on the new? I'm not sure. I think at least two of them are running for mayor. So, so one of them, of them only one of them is running to be on the new city council. Every other member of the current city council is running for mayor. Holy crap. Yeah. All the rest of them? All oh the rest God. of them. Dan Ryan wants to stay on city council in the new city council. Every other current city council member has filed to run for mayor. Wowza. That is wild. Mm -hmm. That is a free-for-all. It's, it's the only position that's going to matter. And even that won't really <laughs> matter. Uh... City council members, as I've mentioned several times before, are essentially in charge of a certain part of the city under the current system. They, yeah. they are handed bureaus that they are in charge of. One will be in charge of the fire department, one will be in charge of the police department. And this is things that they run with executive power. The, yeah. the new city council will not be doing that. It's going to have three times as many people on it. It's going to just be a legislative body. There's nothing for you do besides look at and 
legislation. Hmm. Uh, don't think a lot of them want to stay. Dan Ryan apparently does want to stay. He's uh, <laughs> he's, he's just the one. Just the one. <laughs> Not that ambitious. Yeah, and actually, I was talking about this on Reddit a little bit. He's fine. He's he's more or less okay. Like I don't have strong feelings about him one way or the other. Seems like he's trying to do the best job he can. So good for him. Mm-hmm. Just basically stays out of the news a little bit. Uh, doesn't really attract much attention. It is the perfect fit for the council. Just a guy. All the rest of them want to be the man. He just wants to be a guy. All right. <laughs> yeah. Great wow. Endorsement there. Okay. Uh, it's gonna be fun to see just how fucked up our mayoral primary. So, yeah, looking forward to that. So you're going to have a new mayor and basically an entirely new city council Mm. running a new form of government. So, yep, that'll be interesting. The first time we've ever had district-based elections. Remember, uh, districts can be. uh, It's going to be a whole new world. There's going to be a city manager because even though the mayor is the most public face. He still doesn't have to do. We're going to have a strong city manager for him. I remember there's professional in charge of running the actual day-to-day city hired specifically for this. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, seems like it's probably worth trying something new. Yeah, oh yeah. With Portland city governance, so... I'm, I'm really excited about it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Uh, things yeah. can't get much worse, and there's a chance that they can get a lot better. So yeah, I'm, I'm really stoked about it, to be honest. Uh, even though the yeah. current city council has tried several times to kind of hit the pause button. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm excited. We will we'll have the first set of elections for the new rules. I believe... Don't they happen in the spring? Yeah, I, I believe it's in the spring, and the actual, like, implementation of the charter and all right cool hey that's that's exciting yeah well uh we'll see how it goes we'll keep track of all the updates to that uh i'm sure it's going to be what i want to talk about a lot just local politics um sure and, and we're here we're on the ground we can experience that not every day that a major u.s city just completely start some scratch on something like that. So it's pretty fascinating. Yeah. All right, Dan. Well, thanks for joining me, and I hope you have a good week. All right, and you too. Bye. All right, bye.